On this week's episode of the Superhero Show Show, we'll find out if Cassie hates Diabolical as much as she hates the boys, if the Taste Buds love the Batman as much as everyone else in the world, and if the Flash's eighth season will be the one to return it to its former glory. All that and more on an all-new episode of the Superhero Show Show. What's up, nerds? Welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only show on the internet that reviews every single live-action television show based on a comic book or comic book property. Oh, that's another episode of The Walking comic Dead book? that we now have to watch, no, Mike. No, you guys. Cassie, okay. we had a deal. We, Cassie, we had a deal. The deal didn't start until The no, Walking no, Dead is no. over. Ca- Mike, back the, me it, up. The, the print wasn't even fine. It was bold and underlined. I it's, thought it was She texted and she said... If I start, like, when does this start? And I said, it literally starts immediately. immediately. There was no text for that. There yes, was there was. Man, Check your you fucking and your phone, whole dude. generation are so bad at texting <laughs> and communicating, Cassie. Don't, don't even, even read text. Kay. So, audience, we will so, be reviewing two more episodes of The Walking Dead. No. One, the finale, and two, whenever... Maggie uh, Negan, no. Isle of the Dead. Maggie Negan, Isle of the Dead. That poster, it it is one of the worst posters I've ever seen. It really does look like the name of the show is Maggie Negan, colon, Isle of the Dead. (laughs) It should be. I Um, mean, my colon is Isle of the Dead right now. Am I right? (laughs) Go to the doctor. That's a problem, Ryan. We keep telling you. Um, I am going to fill in everybody. We did have uh, in the text feed, they said if I ever say comic book property, I made a deal if I ever say comic book property again, uh, it would add another The Walking Dead. But I thought that started as soon as the finale. So no. that's why we're all screaming no. about this. I thought Mike, I, had a I literally more texted for me. right away. Yes. This starts immediately. immediately. Uh, and and, and fam, listeners, Phil Torinos, uh, the minute The Walking Dead main series ends, we want to be done covering any sort of Walking Dead property. But we will still cover it. Like, Mike, you're you're gonna bring on some other podcast to like help us out covering yeah, it. Yeah, they'll let you know what dumb bullshit is going on for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not us though. And now I know, so the, you will never hear that. That was my final one to get it out. I guess that was the last time I'll ever say it. Um, everybody, let's have a moment of silence for um, comic book properties. Unbelievable. This is Ryan. It's our moment of silence. Okay, can you respect it? No, look, I've been to funerals with Ryan. When anytime the pastor asks <laughs> for a moment of silence, he just goes unbelievable. <laughs> oh. Singing the song. Does everyone love that? That seems like a fun vibe. To be to fair, me. I say crumbelievable. Yeah, you got to. Which he's, has he's only low. been the one time that somebody got pompeyed and turned to ash and crumble. That was the only time. It was <laughs> of poor taste. I love the craft services of that funeral, though. <laughs> Speaking of, I didn't bring you guys on. You guys so rudely came on. This is Ryan. Ryan is always here. Hi, Ryan. Hey, what up? We also got Mike here this week. I was told I was allowed to come. I I did. If you're a patron, you know that I'm not a permanent member of the show anymore. I lost. Uh, But Caitlin said, I don't feel like showing up. Mike, I guess you can. So now I'm allowed to be here this week. Very happy. Well, she said Hadouken because she shoots blue balls of fire out of her hands. And you took that as, oh, you can. 
Yes. Yeah, you now have a spot here. I was, I didn't get to see what happened behind the scenes. So, I mean, I guess I have to take you at your word that you said, it, like, she texted you saying you could be on and it wasn't, like, a murder or She's something. She's not tied up, locked diabolical. in my basement. She's not Dr. Dre. You agree. <laughs> um, it's, it's probably mainly because she didn't want to be here for this episode. Honestly, she found out for the main event, we're talking about Diabolical, which is presented by the boys. And she was like, peace out, everybody. This ain't worth it. Um, so that is the main event we're going to be talking about. Before that, though, it's time to review The Batman. The Batman began production in 2013 with Ben Affleck set to write, direct, and star. When the Snyderverse didn't exactly work out, Ben decided to bail on the character, opening the door for two less obvious people, Matt Reeves and Robert Pattinson. After some COVID delays thrown on top of the Affleck delays, we finally get the movie almost a decade later. The movie we got is a three-hour opus that is so grounded, it makes Nolan's trilogy look like the Japanese Spider-Man TV show. <laughs> it tells the story of a second-year Batman who gets to put on a case who gets put on a case of a serial killer named the Riddler, who is systematically knocking off the people he believes corrupted Gotham the most. Meanwhile, Bats gets wrapped up with a young waitress named Selina Kyle, who has a different agenda for Gotham's criminals than Batman or the Riddler. Throw in Colin Farrell's Penguin, Jeffrey Wright's Gordon, a half-car, half-monster Batmobile, The Long Halloween, John Turturro's Carmen Falcone, twin bouncers, and a hard-to-control flight suit, and you hit three hours of movie, no problem. Mike, I ask you this. If I told you that Matt Reeves was going to become the faggy of the back corner of the universe, if not all of the DCEU, would that make you happy or a little nervous? You! That's not a great Riddler. I'll keep working on it. It needs to be, like, throatier. <laughs> you! Oh. And it, with inward breathing? <laughs> yeah. That was like a ghost was getting into your spirit. You! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd be pumped, Ryan. I fucking loved this movie. Did you love this movie? I loved it for years now. I've been saying you've loved this movie for I've years. I've loved now? this movie That's, for years. He's now. that hipster. Uh, since Batman the Animated Series, I was like, "Why are none of the movies we never see Detective Batman? I just want to see Batman be a detective." And finally, Matt Reeves went, "Hey, little Mike, I got your back." Batman, look, is it silly that he knows every riddle's answer before the riddle is even being done read? And every but riddle, didn't you though, Je- Jeffrey Wright's like. Man, what are you talking about? <laughs> it doesn't matter. That that might be Jeffrey Wright being Jeffrey wrong, like not knowing what the riddle is, because Batman's like, oh, no, it's this answer. And he's not even like, Batman is not even impressing himself. He's like, no, it's, it's this. clearly this. I also, yeah. I, I fucking love Jeffrey Wright's like baffled Gordon, like, I'll trust you, but everything's insane. Like, he's not world weary yet. He's just like, this is crazy, man. The, the world is so crazy. I'm going to do this crazy thing, and I'm going to invite a nerd, a rich nerd. <laughs> this fucking Dorcas. Bat ears on <laughs> into a crime scene, and I've never seen anything like, even on BTAS, of him walking past all the cops and the cops being like, what the <laughs> You stupid <laughs> asshole. But because... Are you, is this guy seriously going <laughs> to... There's hierarchy. They're like, I guess we got to listen to fucking Gordon here. And because the bat does solve things. And and what, what I've appreciated about this movie, uh, you know, love the Burton versions. The Schumacher versions are what they are. Uh, 
Nolan has two great ones. Do you know what I liked about this one, though, is it was fucking funny in ways that mm-hmm. none of them tried to be. Camp isn't necessarily funny, and Nolan is too serious to ever, like, he thinks he's too smart to ever try to make a joke. This movie, and it's it's not Marvel funny. There's no quips here, but it is. there's a surprising amount of slapstick throughout this movie. <laughs> there's a lot of funny because the script is yeah. funny, but there's a lot of funny because, like, subversive yes. funny. Like, we know the Batman story. Like, this is a movie, uh, in three hours, we never see pearls hitting the ground. No, pearls hit. And yet, there was a lot of subversive mm-hmm. here. And-, and that's what I appreciated the most, of like, we don't need to hear that same exact story right. again. But this director is like, all of those stories that you've heard, I know that you've heard them, and I'm going to play on them the entire time. And because we've only seen cool Batman, this Batman right. is bad at stuff. His, I can't tell you the the time I've left hardest in a movie when he was doing the squirrel suit, looked a little nervous before he jumped off the building. Oh, and yeah. then he was like, I got this. Looked very proud of himself and then fully flew into a bridge and ate shit. Okay, so uh, <laughs> Batman is running out of a window and he is on a gargoyle and he lands on the gargoyle. And instead of being like, this is exactly where I belong. And then perching, he's like, oh it's my so God, tall. Fuck. It's I, so tall. I almost, I almost <laughs> fell off a building. <laughs> And then pulls out like whatever string to get the flight suit, and it's like a, uh, it's like dumb waiters. It's like a zipper flight suit yeah. that like fishermen have, and then just falls to his almost death. And he is surprised that he does not. And die. he looks. And that's so not pumped. a. He's like, yeah, I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm doing it. Can I go between Fuck this yeah, truck man. and this bridge? Hell yeah, I can now. And he cannot, my friends. <laughs> he cannot. And this is the Batman that we needed. Like, it really it made me think that. Nolan's Batmans were stupid. Like, I'm down on Nolan, as you know. And I think that Batman Begins was already sort of an average mm-hmm. movie. Now I think it's kind of like a bad movie. I want to watch it again. That's how much I like this movie. This is also the best jawline of any Batman we've ever had. Because it's not a puckered anus of a mouth shoved into rubber. And that's all we say. <laughs> they just let this beautiful jawline breathe. Uh, super into that. Few of us have it. But those that do, me and Pattinson, show it off, really, babies. Yeah, show we get a off. lot of. I, I like. I have this beard because of my perfect exactly. jawline. Like, just show it off. I uh, like nobody is talking about because of all of the grounded Pattinson things we have to talk about. Nobody is talking about Colin Farrell, and he is one of my mm-hmm. favorite actors of all time. And he is in this movie. I sort of think that everybody's having yes. fun in this movie, even though it's like a dark and disgusting. Well, because I do think it's not but, grim dark; it just is dark and moody. And there, I think there's the difference: the, is that not, none of this, no part, nobody who made this movie went dark means cool, right? Everybody kind of knows, aren't they all losers? And that like permeates the movie that these are weirdo freaks. <laughs> Shit, I've never thought that like when Batman and Catwoman were on the same roof together uh-huh. and they're about to kiss. This is the first time I've ever thought like Catwoman was gonna be like, "You're a fucking dork, get out of here. You're a fucking nerd." And like, what's flick the last his time nose. you brush your teeth, you fucking dirtbag? Yeah, you're a rich boy in toys. You're an idiot. I'm a cat burglar. Anyway, uh, Colin Farrell, ton of makeup. Mm-hmm. Jared Leto, ton of makeup. In House of Gucci, but, oh, both playing Jared- the Richard Kind type. Right, Jared Leto, Colin Farrell, equal actors. What you say? No. Look. Uh, Colin Farrell could lead 30 Seconds to Mars. Jared Leto could never star in The Lobster. Is that fair? Uh, no, that's that's absolutely fair. 
Um, what did you think about Cat and Bat? Oh, we don't want to talk about Colin Farrell more. Oh no, sure, yes, I, let's do that. Well, I loved, I loved his role. He got it. He got like, I do think this is fun. <laughs> I do think Matt Reeves is cut from our cloth because it. This also seems Batman the animated series removed. Like these are big, dumb, giant archetypal cartoon characters, and Colin Farrell is that while still being scary sometimes. And just having a blast. Do you think that they could add Poison Ivy yes. now that they have done? I also Penguin? don't think it's that, like, yes, it is grounded, but I don't think it's that grounded. Like, and that's why I think it works. It's, it's all silly bullshit. At no point, like, I mean, I do, Nolan the whole time, it felt like, see how real and serious this could be? And this movie's like, this is crazy. <laughs> There's a point where in a car, a car chase that, like, the car chase is all about mm. traffic. Like they can't catch up to each other because New York City traffic, traffic exists baby. in this big city. And if it wasn't for this one ramp that hit in a car crash at the exact right time, that Batmobile yes. could not do that. Like and you could see in Pattinson's eyes, which I think is the MVP of the movie. Yes. Pattinson's eyes just like always looking around, being like I didn't think that would work. There's this <laughs> like... time... Yeah. There's this time where this ramp hits the ground and he's like, Oh, okay, good. And then he flies over and he's super scary. Otherwise he was and, and... dead. That he's just He's just a human. The start that was of that car dead. chase for somebody like because he is a fucking dork, but he gets he's a theater kid and he gets drama. He's in his Batmobile and just keeps revving the engine louder and louder to try to scare them more. And the gangsters go from like, "What the fuck is that?" to, "Oh no, that is a monster truck that might destroy us in a second. <laughs> this Bruce Wayne uh, plays Nirvana loud, but wishes he was looking listening yeah, to My yes. Chemical Romance for sure. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about. Uh, Yes. The bat and the cat. And the romance, was it hot? Is there a new iconic cat woman in town? Yeah, I mean, Zoe Kravitz is involved, so yes, it is hot, Ryan. She's one of the most beautiful people in the world. Man. Uh, they don't have a weird rhyme. They, they they never rhymed together, and I don't know if that's a pro or a con, but that it's mistletoe is meaner if you sweet it, or whatever the fucking Batman yeah. Returns line. But... uh. She does go like, hey, you kind of suck at this stuff, right? You know that? <laughs> like, yeah, I, I'm super into their dynamic. Uh, I believe there will they, won't they. Hey, this town is garbage and will kill you. I'm getting out. You should too. And he goes, no. She's like, well, we did just meet, so I'm still leaving. Uh, and I'm it, not changing my agenda for you. Like, no. I still have my own agency. Yeah. I, I bought the hell out of that. It, it, it did not feel overcrowded, and I don't think they sold their romance too much. These are two creature of the night weirdos of course they would try to bang at some point <laughs> i don't know man three hours seemed so crazy didn't feel but like it. now what do you want to cut once you're done with it and yeah it's, i, I it's kind of nothing right i didn't feel a minute of this uh and oh. it, 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 if you pivot to the riddler uh yeah let's talk about paul dano paul dano i mean since little miss sunshine he is his career is playing off of off-putting people right like that's what he's his bread and butter is and he disappeared for a while and came back and crushed it his his over-the-top theatrical uh leader of january 6th type persona totally bought in and gotta say the his final blow his his final part of his plan of get a bunch of people to dress up like me and shoot up the sanctuary made me scared to be in a movie theater uh this is this is the last thing i want to talk to you about is because we didn't see pearls drop because we know that story. Right. We also did not see Riddler build up his internet army. Yeah. Because we know that story. Like they knew 
that we would know that if the Riddler became famous, he would build up his own internet army through Twitch or whatever it is. The dark web Twitch. They would show up with guns. And those jumps, I really thought, like, in a three-hour movie, yeah. they were like, but, but we don't have time for that because that would be obvious if we showed how the Riddler built his army. Also, they filmed that before January 6th and had a serious talk of, well, do we cut that because this happened? And they went, well, then we don't have a movie. Fuck that. Did it? Was it weird, though, to watch a Batman movie where it wasn't like, let's shoot at uh, the Joker, but a senator because we're all people with guns like who are actual villains like did that hit a little close to home it hit very close to home especially if we can do some behind the curtain stuff uh i watched this movie probably five miles from where the aurora guy who said he was the joker shot up dark knight so like yes all of this was in my mind at one time uh i'm in a place where this happens we watched this all happen last a year ago uh it was it, so that stuff is the grounded stuff, but also like I do think it's very operatic at the same time. And like, I'm pretty sure that you live in Des Moines, but you flew to Colorado just to watch this movie, just because you're like, you need no, the thrill. Let's make, it, <laughs> let's make it freakier. All right, you guys, what's a final rating for the Batman? I think that this was incredibly good. I I do sort of hope that Matt Reeves takes yeah. over at least a little bit of the DCEU, if not the entire thing. I like. I would love to man, see this, because I think he's so smart. It, his version of Superman, it won't be dark, right? We're gonna see this giant Art Deco, beautiful, bright metropolis that is the Janice side of the coin of the the dark and brutal Gotham. Like, I think he would be ooh. fucking amazing. This movie made me sad that like we didn't get Edgar Wright's Ant yes. Man. You know, like let the directors make the movies. So ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. <laughs> Best movie I've ever seen. (laughs) All right, you guys. That's it for the Batman Remove. Now it's time to review Diabolical. Equally as good. The Boys Presents Diabolical premiered this week, and we watched the first two for this review. The first episode, written by Boys TV show creators Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, gives a classic silent Looney tune with a Vought scientist trying to save his subject, a little baby girl, from getting terminated by a big brain villain and his firing squad. The second episode, brought to us by Rick and Morty creator Justin Rowland, featured a squad of teenage Vought rejects murdering their parents for experimenting on them. Taste buds, I ask you this. Does Diabolical, so far, avoid the hit-and-miss trappings that anthology shows usually fall in? I feel like I want to go to Cassie real quick. Mm-hmm. Cassie Mike. Mike, you and I have thought that The Boys is a good show. Yes, we're big fans. Cassie? Yeah? Mm-hmm. What did you think of this? This, so I didn't, like, I didn't feel the need to, like, cry for 30 minutes and call my therapist after watching this one. So, an improvement off of the boys, I just don't see the purpose for it. Like, I guess if it's just, like, you want mind-numbing cartoon violence, this It's is super funny, it. though. It's super funny. <laughs> it's, it's very super funny. funny. I feel it's the same. It's very funny. Super funny. It's super funny. It's, it's very funny. Well, I love that the first one is... Man, what an ode to old-time cartoons. Uh, and that that's a lot of fun. My issue with it is... Are and we're just talking about the first one right now? First one. Well, the, the, yeah, we can drill into the first one. But my issue with all of it is where I lean... I think it is very funny, but where I lean Cassie is... This makes sense in a block of television. This does not make sense. I'm going to hit play and just binge this forever, which is the new model of things. Oh, no. We're not binging this. 
I love the fact that like we watched two 15 minute episodes and I don't and I loved it. I loved every minute of it. And I don't have to watch this again for mm-hmm. an entire week. Yeah. That we're doing it right. It it just feels weird that they pitched it and they went, Yes, this makes so perfect in Adult Swim. When Adult Swim was a block of television on Cartoon mm-hmm. Network, not its own channel, this makes sense to exist. It's bananas that this got off the ground in this day and age. Huh. Because I haven't heard like anybody really talking. It's probably the people I'm following and hanging out with, but I haven't heard too much chatter about this. And I think it's just because it is such a weird thing that stands. It's so unlike it's what's currently out there. And people don't know. Like It's not a huge thing to binge. So nobody's like, hey, you got to go watch Diabolical. Like Sit down for probably 30 minutes. You finish the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I mean, yeah, it's not a quality ding. It's just a different model than modernity. Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, do you guys remember, like, uh, what's their names? Judd and Spud's cartoon extravaganza? Like, where yeah. That, that, like, traveling. I Spike, went and- Spike and Mike's Sick and Twisted uh, Animation Festival. I went to that. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. I think that's what this is like. Yes. It's like, here's eight different animation styles. The, the minute I noticed that, because I was like, cool, Ode to Old Cartoons. are going to do the whole time. The next one was Justin Roiland shit. And I was like, oh, I'm very excited to see every new animation style we're gonna get right and we had to stop which is a bummer but i think it's also good because too much of these animation styles but like for reals when something is like this old school thing i get a little nervous like i get a little bored like you're not going to be able to carry this Mm -hmm. for 15 minutes Mm -hmm. and that first one that seth and evan one did that whole looney tunes they get looney tunes do do you guys remember that story that they told in that first episode about the the ginger guy who had a giant nose who had a little baby girl to take care of Mm -hmm. that was did it really connect for some weird reason that was good (laughs) (laughs) i thought it was good it was they definitely get looney tunes and like that was it was a weird thing watching it because it was so delightful like it brought back all these old memories i was like looney tunes and then it was a lot of murder happening happening and i was like oh but the murder was so funny the first laser through the guys just holding yeah. and then the piranha making the, and it's when she sneezes yeah and the piranha making the horse a skeleton delightful <laughs> I didn't see that coming. I thought that all deaths would be from accidental baby sneezes. Yeah. Until he rode his horse right into the piranha pit, (laughs) and that horse was fucking... That horse got got. Then the the Megamind guy, uh, after she slices his brain in half, he's still alive, and he's trying to scoop his brain back together. (laughs) Come on. Which I think I would still do. Charming. Charming. Yeah. I do think I definitely liked the first one better than the second one, obviously. But, like, was it worth bringing in Benny Schwa to make just some noises? Like, there was Is that who the, the, nar- the, the star was? Yeah, the, well, the lead scientist was Ben Schwartz. He's now, he's now a go-to voice actor. Yeah, because he's BB-8, right? And I was going to say, and he did BB-8. He's been Leonardo. He's been Sonic. Uh, he's yeah, been... but now he's got that Sonic money. Like, they had to pay yeah, Sonic like, money for so this. So you have to pay him Sonic. extra money. <laughs> no. Instead of just, like, finding a homeless guy to he be like, He never wants to stop making noises. You just put a microphone in front of him and say, Ben, we will pretend you're charming for 15 minutes. Come hang out. Do you Go. see why Mike is the Benny Schwaz of Hey. Hey. <laughs> um, but you guys are excited for each different, like, week um, for the animation. I w- I'm a little nervous about it, but I guess if we hit a week that's bad, it's only like 15 minutes. Right. Well, awesome. They're, yeah. they're so recognizable in, in... So the first one clearly wasn't like the Looney Tunes people, but it was Ode to Looney Tunes. The, the second one was Rick and Morty, 
style like that the eyes are drawn the same way it's justin rowan's brandy humor and now i'm like are yeah. we gonna get a Mike it was a Judge tribute one? to rick and morty by the guy who made a brick <laughs> <Yeah. Morty. laughs> he was like my shit's so good draw- i'm bringing it over well, really he draws one way <laughs> uh like are we gonna get a mike judge one are we gonna get a, a matt graining like I'm, I'm very excited to see all the different animation styles we get and i am as well i mean christian slater narrate the second episode really pumped it up for me yeah that was a good call and as the narrator, one of the let's talk about the second one real quick. Uh, just Rick and Morty in general. Is Rick and Morty still cool? And are their jokes still cool? Because I would say that this had a like a 500 batting average as far as jokes go. Because there was like a tongue that is a person uh-huh. mm-hmm. that was kind of funny, mm. a Mexican flag that is water. Okay, a guy who heats things with balls. his balls, but and for some reason wears a diaper. But Didn't then, understand the con- how they were keeping so the nuts. So they wouldn't draw balls. Titty face. Titty face. And w- but then we got Hootie and the Blowfish speaker head, <laughs> and I loved him. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. It was they hit like three real good ones, and the rest were like, "You guys just spit these out and threw them in." But then I saw something I have never seen before on television. I like I, I try to feel I, I that like I react well to gross things, but he put. A knife through the cheek, okay, yeah, and then into the second part of the cheek, <laughs> and piercing through that. Oh, is that slow mo guy? Slow mo, yeah, with and ghosts. So the tongue came off, and then through the other part of the mouth. And I've never seen that on television before, and like it made me fucking grossed out. I had to look away from cartoon violence. I was yeah. like, I can't do this. this actually, and this. I think this is that the first. Th- the first episode was all like. Classic, classic cartoon yeah. violence. Uh, I, I th- that was that was. Horrifying. I think this horrifying cheek thing is is the new wave because I uh, just watched the new Scream and they do that to somebody Ugh, in real life I and it. I was just like, oh, I didn't. Oh, I came here for gore, <laughs> but what is that? Why can't I see the knife who's, again? Oh, who started this? This is terrible. Um, but yeah, was it? I think the Rick and Morty aspect was hard to get past just because of what Rick and Morty has turned into. Like to see it just copied over, I was like, of course, this is a team up that happened. And like, it was a bit much to like handle. I agree, but it did make me excited for like, I knew that this was going to be the only Rick mm-hmm. and Morty episode. Yeah, it's and out then of the way. After that, like, it, I'm so excited. Like, I don't know what's up right. next. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll be a different experience every time. And also, like, it's not Justin Roiland's fault that there's monstrous fans out there. <laughs> It's not that there's his people fault. on uh, fast food, the Szechuan sauce, fast food restaurant counters screaming Szechuan sauce. <laughs> they need That's their not sauce. His fault. <laughs> but it does. It unfortunately it does put a damper on it. Um, but yeah, I mean it was a ragtag group of misfits. I think the narrator was my favorite. Did you guys have a favorite character? Uh, yeah, my favorite was the fucking daughter, quote unquote, of the giant. Red-haired, no big-nosed guy. <laughs> He's in the first baby. episode. Yeah. In the first episode, who sneezed so cutely. And her ponytail. That didn't make you guys want to have a baby. No, <laughs> you guys should have a baby. Did you see how much murder that baby yeah. did? Yeah, but murder in protection of the father. <laughs> That's what I want. But like mass murder at the end. Yeah, like it no, wasn't it was awesome. bad people. But it's I was like, American this way. is this is like <laughs> this is a lot you got to watch out for. Um, so I guess you guys are definitely in for all of these. I want to watch them all. They're so quick. They're quick. Cassie is not going to watch it ever again. It's like, I just don't know when I'm like, I need 15 minutes of cartoon (laughs) gore in my life. Like, I don't know what mindset. What's your fucking life? 
I, I don't know. Just like I will stare at a wall for 15 minutes and watch Liar. cartoon violence. I will say that Cassie in her apartment has a 3D printer and she could print something in 3D mm-hmm. in 15 minutes. I could print out a tongue in 3D in the time that like I can watch a tongue get cut off. So, so, so it's it, to each their so. own. <laughs> um, all right, you guys, that's all the time we have to talk about Diabolical, though. Uh, we do have time to talk about a website. Mike, what's your big website idea? www.szechuansauceineeditrightnow.com is where you should go. If you also, look, I too wanted to once scream at underpaid workers to give me this disgusting sauce. No longer. Mm. Now you can fuel your shame in private online. So is this like a store where you automatically get it delivered to your house? It's the sauce. We have merch. We have socks. We have uh, tongues that you can put in your fingers like little finger puppets. To lick it up, to Was, spoon it to your mouth. Oh, okay. So okay, now you're like making right. out with your Szechuan sauce covered finger tongue. This is, that's terrible. Um, but you know, it is going to fill in this niche. This group that needs their sauce and they need it stat and they need to make out with a fake tongue. We have a niche. We have we have a certified niche on our hands here. And for that certified niche, I want to send you over to our friend CyrusProud.net, Mike. And I'm going to tell why? you why. It's because oh, they offer premium home. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now. Why? Are you ready? Oh, no. They offer, pre- pre- no, right now, Mike, one, two, yeah. three, now. They offer premium hosting that is specifically built for WordPress. They focus you with your website. They handle security, maintenance, backup, speed optimization. They work hand-in-hand hand with you, put a focus on collaboration, goal-driven design. It's also easy to manage. They have easy templates, drop-and-drag tools, whatever you want to do. If you want to work with them, do it on your own. They got your back. Cybersprout.net. Coming up next, it's all the other shows we watched. I have a website. Nope. We are back for the pool list where we talk about all the other shows we watched this week. First show starting it off is Superman and Lois. This week on Superman and Lois, Superman pleads with Lieutenant Lieutenant Anderson to investigate Allie Allison, but Anderson just whines about trust. Lewis is furious that Jonathan is brought home by the cops, but he won't give up his dealer, and Jordan is also mad at Jonathan for being a big dummy. Taste buds, I ask you this. How did this episode balance the after-school special vibes with flight and tight shenanigans? So goddamn well, you guys. Uh, Every time Jonathan doesn't want to tell people why he's doing drugs, it makes sense. It doesn't feel like strings and pulling your... Like he's being too dummy. You understand why he's being a dummy. Uh, The infuriating things that Clark slash Superman are going through with Lieutenant Anderson... Oh, I so believe the American government is the enemy now. They are the true enemy. <laughs> Anderson goes off the deep end. It took Superman and Lois. It took Superman and Lois, but now I believe it. <laughs> but like Anderson has underlings yelling at him, his boss yelling at him, and he snaps under the pressure. But instead of doing the right thing, he uh, sets it up so that Morgan Edge and Superman can help each other escape and then tracks them down and tries to kill Edge, Bizarre Superman, and Superman. Uh, all while their hologram mother looks on in horror because he just he takes more and more of the ex kryptonite inhalers and has all these kryptonite Oof. guns and he's just going nuts on all of them. Ooh. And then Superman has to decide whether he's going to save Edge or Bizarro Superman, but Edge also jumps in front of all these kryptonite bullets and saves Clark's life. Uh, so Bizarro Superman is dead. Uh, oh, Anderson is now on the lam. And I'm pretty sure, and I think we've talked about this a while ago, that this is all leading up to death of Superman. We have Superboy. I think Anderson is going to be Cyborg Superman. 
Uh, we have steel. We just need the eradicator. Uh, and we're going to see it on screen, and it's going to be dope as shit. Uh, you, you think this one will actually kill the Superman? No. Well, no, just like the comics didn't really do it. But I do think he'll be a different version of Clark for a while. Oh, man. And, Mike, you mentioned that uh, one person was on the lamb, but, like, if these are all farmers, they're all fucking on the lamb, right? Well, they're not Irish farmers, right? Mm-mm. That's so racist. That's... No, it would be racist if I said New Zealand farmers, because that's true. Hello. <laughs> and Perfect. at the same time, like, so that's going on, and Lois is fucking furious that one of her boys, uh, he got, his girlfriend, uh, Jonathan's girlfriend, has all the inhalers, and she's like, hey, baby, I got a new shipment. Let's do this, drugs. And he's just like, and then the cops come with drug dogs, and she's like all nervous, and he's like, Give him to me. I'm a good student. I'm a good oh. kid. It'll be fine. Like what the fucking like the idiot. fucking dog knows he's a good student who gets A's. <laughs> and the, the minute he says it and takes the giant bag of drugs, the dog starts barking at him. It's the funniest <laughs> thing in the world. Uh, so he's probably expelled. And it, it's very funny to watch. And a, uh, a parent get mad at a kid and the sibling get mad at the kid for the same reason, but in different ways. Because Jonathan's like, well, I know Jordan's mad at me, but not as mad as a mom. Surely he'll be able to comfort me in my time of sorrow. And Jordan's like, you fucking moron. Why are you doing this shit? Get out of here. And throws him away all emo like, uh, you guys, this show's awesome. You're dumb for not watching it. I know I am. Every week I hear about it, I'm bummed that I haven't watched it because it, it's always been good at balancing both of these aspects. The family is yeah. always so strong. So, so you're going to watch it next week? I, I would love to say yes. Ryan, <laughs> but, but she doesn't want to lie. I have to stare at a wall for at least 15 minutes. And then I'm like, <laughs> what else do I do with my time? I can't, I don't have time for this. Um, Mike, it sounds like a delightful episode, but do you got a moment of the week? I have two. Is, uh, one is Anderson shoots Bizarro with a kryptonite bullet that takes Morgan Edge and Superman down. And Bizarro just looks down his chest and like wipes it off. And Anderson just goes, what? <laughs> and gets his ass kicked. Uh, and then Jonathan's like, mom, they're not even drugs. And Lois says, regardless of how you classify experimental space narcotics, you're still in big trouble. And it made me laugh a lot because what a parental so thing to Lois. say. <laughs> what a specifically Lois thing to say. Only she would have to say that. Um, all right, Superman and Lois is Tuesdays on the CW. Our next show is The Walking Dead. On this week's episode of The Walking Dead, Eugene and Stephanie get in a relationship, but this boy is just getting Tyndall swindled because Stephanie was really a plant named Shira who was sent out to get him to reveal the location of Alexandria. Taste buds, I ask you. You ever been a plant before? Absolutely, I have. <laughs> it's how Ryan and I became friends. Great. Part. Yeah, I was tender you swindled. Guys were, he was a plant. Uh, <laughs> Meredith, which is what we call Mike's mom, mm-hmm. gave me fifty dollars a month to hang out with Mike. Only fifty dollars to hang out with. I Mike? know it should have been so yeah. much. More. Have you met me? <laughs> you uh, you really got you, you got Tinder Swinder. Uh, the problem is that Mike is so touchy. Like he touches your head in the back of your head. Mm-hmm. You the know, bump and like, he your touches your eyeballs. And he puts your thumbs. He puts his thumbs gently on his on your eyeballs. That sounds terrible. You should have got more Monday money. The Walking Dead is Sundays on AMC. Are we all drunk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our next show is Snowpiercer. This week on Snowpiercer, Layton realizes some dreams are out of reach as the rest of the train deals with Layton's status change. Wilford makes a staggering discovery. 
Taste buds, I ask you this. What dreams of yours do you think are in reach? Uh, I had a dream the other night where uh, Greg was there the entire time, and he just kept saying, um, Havana Ma. There's a uh, Indian casino close to us in Southern California that changed their name to Havana Ma. Kessie, do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. Okay. Was it Pechanga? Pechanga changed their name to huh. Havana Ma. And Greg just kept saying that over and over and over again. That's a crazy kind of commercial. We're going to get one of your best friends out. just whisper our name in your brain and your dreams. Is this how you guys are going to Ocean's Eleven? Like, are you going to play Blackjack or are you going to do Ocean's Eleven? Hey, Mike, he's saying the thing. We got to go do it. We got to go we do gotta it. We got to go rob from Native Americans. Perfect. Hey, it's in our blood. It's in our history. <laughs> All right. Snowpiercer is Mondays on TNT. Our next show is Naomi. We're finally getting a look into Zabato and his past as he allows Naomi into his memories, which gives Naomi the chance to experience her home planet and gain some respect for him. During this trip down memory lane, we find out that Naomi's parents also have powers and that she is the only one born with powers. Taste buds, I ask you, what superpowers do your parents have? Uh, the power to be a bitch. Perfect. That's exactly what I, was gonna say I thought. I thought we would all come in unison for that. Um, Sorry. <laughs> Three, two, one. The power to be a the power to be bitch. a bitch. <laughs> Great, Naomi's Tuesdays on the CW. Our next show is The Flash. This week on The Flash, Nor and Bart. That's right, it's a Nor and Bart only episode. <laughs> Travel back to the future, only discover that their actions in 2021 have altered 2049. Taste buds ask you this: What do we think 2049 is going to look like? Not even a thing. Desolate, yeah. <laughs> just no human history. Oh, way worse than you can even imagine. Just the worst, like I am legend. There's still a dog there. Like I don't even think dogs. All dogs are gone. I think dogs are. All dogs are. They have gone to heaven. (laughs) They've transformed into iguanas somehow. Yes. Um. Don't want to think about it. Makes me sad. The Flash is Wednesdays on the CW. Our final show of the week is Resident Alien. Oh shit! We have to actually talk about the show, right? This was real. This (laughs) was real, guys. Maybe not. On this week's episode of Resident Alien, Harry is now an egg dad after he found the, the, the egg that Goliath left for him. Being an egg dad is a lot harder than in science class because there are agents who know about the egg and are after it. Meanwhile, back in patients, Max's mom is probably pregnant, the mayor is shamefully hanging his live, laugh, love sign in his office, and the deputy and sheriff are trying to find clues about Dr. Hodge's murder that he hid in some picture frames. Taste buds, I ask you, how is Harry as an egg dad? Uh, I, would, I would say... Uh... Uh, brutal like the most better than one would expect <laughs> yeah but he fucking yeeted <laughs> he, a murderer he did use a tr- right out the train to decapitate a would-be egg thief and i gotta say that asta comes in the room after that happens and she's like well yeah i mean no he his his cover-up because the, the window is just broken now and we don't see his uh, like the full of his face yet. And she's like, what happened to the window? He's like, oh, I dealt with a problem. And then turn around, his face is covered in blood. And <laughs> listeners, I want to point out that if you, half of your face is covered in blood, save it for a very important moment. Like, <laughs> yes. you have to be like, I don't want to go to Denny's. I want to go to norms and then show <laughs> your bloody face. It's, it's the kind of thing that like a sitcom or a movie would do where like, a husband is like, no, I'm not drunk, while there is like still a whiskey bottle in his pocket, upside down, <laughs> pouring down his pant leg. That's like, not well, urine. No, normal. <laughs> That's whiskey. And then show your half face. Uh, but no, like it was. And asked, I got to like, I got to give it up to Asta, who was like, 
she was a bitch, man. Like, I'm <laughs> glad she's dead. That's good. That's good. Uh, this show's this show's amazing. Hey, uh, can we talk about patience, Ryan? Yeah. Uh, the mayor is acting as if he and Darcy hooked up, but we know all they did was smoke a dube and bond. Yes. I feel like this scene, this season, has done so much to like uh, reinvigorate the mayor as a character, and I hate him even more than I did before. Like he is because such a, in a good way or a bad way. No, in a bad way. He's just such a worthless piece of shit person. I Some might were, call him a weak, weak man. He's a weak, weak man. I thought they were going to try to do like fix him, and it's a bummer that he f- apparently fell back this week. It's it's it might be that he works, and maybe this the show is trying to teach him something. He works as a character when his wife is not around. Mm-hmm. But no, he doesn't because he's only saying things that like I would do this if my wife wasn't around. And the second she got back, he fixed it, quote unquote. All yeah. He's nervous that the the coffee table is an inch to the left, and then freaks. And she's like, "Oh, you hung that sign." He's like, "I can take it off. Do you want?" I, I, uh, and then I do, forces it upon the deputy. I do have a question for both of you. Uh, he wants a sign to be up that says "Live, Laugh, Love." Yes. <laughs> yeah. He ends up putting it in her uh, in the deputy's office. Yes. Her first name is Liv. Is her last name Laugh Love? <laughs> It's. I kept waiting for the show to make some sort of joke, and it just kept not. It was joke blue balls. Is her name Deputy Liv Laplo? <laughs> I really hope so, and that's why she was looking them so weird. Because like that's not no, that's how you really spell my fucked name. up. Like you are desecrating my name. <laughs> By saying oh, that. Oh, man. If her name is Liv Laugh Love, that is up there with Liv Moore for my so zombie good. level. <laughs> oh, Do you man. know how many signs across the country just have her name in their house? It's hyphenated, actually. Live, Laugh, Love. My father was Mr. Laugh. It's my mother Deputy was Laugh, Love. <laughs> you will call me by my title. Was there a joke about a ceiling fan this episode? No, there was not. No, was <laughs> no ceiling. No, we didn't. I don't. Well, the kids weren't in it at all. There was no jokes. And Mike, I feel like that the season is slowing down, and I feel like it's because there's no kids. Yeah, it, it, it's very weird. The kids, we didn't see the kids at all, and like the main antagonist got ganked. Like, so it'll be interesting to see how the. I'm sorry, ganked. Ganked. Use the word ganked. I know it's been a long. time I have time not since heard that word since 1992. <laughs> That's crazy. You would use that word right now. Uh, but so it'll be interesting to see how the show recovers. Um. All right. So it's a little bit of a bummer episode. But do you guys got moments of the week? Yeah, I, d- I don't think it was a bummer episode. It was just, it was slower. Uh, my moment of the week is Darcy and Mrs. Mayer, I wish I, wish I knew her name, uh, start bonding the gym and hanging out. And the, the mayor's wife, she's like, oh, I think I might be pregnant. And she's like, I don't know how I feel about having another kid. And Darcy says, oh, right, because of Max? And <laughs> his mom says, what do you mean? And Darcy says, wait, what do you mean? <laughs> it should have, the actor who plays Max's agent should have popped out at me like what do you mean <laughs> it's just so funny uh to be like your kid sucks what <laughs> that's exactly the comment that that friend would make yes. too like <laughs> uh ryan you got a moment of the week uh similar to mike's but it is uh darcy and max's mom are working out in the same gym and darcy runs the different way on the treadmill and like what are you running the wrong way and just like so awkward so like can you just talk to people? Like, is this how we make friends? It is. Is this what we do? 
this is it that's adulthood yeah you gotta do it like that it's the worst fucking darcy are we all darcy's we're all we a couple darcy's? of darcy's <laughs> thank god we found each other all right uh resident alien is wednesdays on sci-fi that is it for our pull list which means it's time to wrap this bad boy up ryan tell me about some websites a couple of websites that you can go to. Yourpotfilter.com is where all of these podcasts are available. Yourpotfilter.com slash Amazon is your new Amazon link for everything you want to buy on Amazon. And Patreon.com slash Yourpotfilter is where you could pick a tier. This is actually the most helpful. Yeah. Most helpful. You're not going to do the Amazon Listen to thing. this like, one. Come on. And we don't know how this to access one that, actually. So, come on. We, <laughs> yeah. Honestly... <laughs> But this one, patreon.com slash your pot filter. Pick a tier, get in on it. Five bucks a month gets you. Cassie, what did we do for the cast pen tonight? Yeah, cast pen, you guys really killed it with writing letters to future yeah, Mike, future dude. Mike responding. You have it's no idea what the cast pen is. <laughs> the power of time travel is harnessed in the cast pen. We fucking wrote letters to each other. And I know that sounds dumb. It was beautiful. It was actually pretty good. <laughs> But you can't do it unless you go to patreon.com slash your pup filter and give a paltry $5 a month. You got $5. Go ahead and give it to us. <laughs> um, Mike, can you tell us about That's social the media? the nicest burglar. <laughs> like a mug. You got $5. Just give me. Come on. You got $5. What are you doing? Uh, I don't remember what you asked me to do. So at your pup filter on Twitter. On is Instagram. It, it no, no, he's doing it. He's doing it. He's doing it. I'm so proud of this boy. Follow us there. Uh, let us know how things are going on your end. <laughs> what are you into? <laughs> how are we doing? No, you already remembered it social media. Yeah, you don't you have were, to fucking shit your pants right now on it. Is it because we complimented you? I don't, I don't know how mind. to do compliments. <laughs> he's Go to my mommy and daddy didn't love me dot com. He's having a full yeah, We're proud of you, Mike. Help me make that one. <laughs> Cybersprout not <laughs> net. <laughs> Jesus, that's the evilest website I've ever heard of. All right, Ryan. Yeah, I will give it to you. Can you tell us about the other shows? Yeah, yeah. I like make sure it's not Mike. <laughs> Fucking crybaby, giggly idiot. Uh, our other shows, uh, movie of the year, is where we go over uh, every single year that has ever existed. And determine what is the single greatest movie of every single year. Uh, Unnatural 20s is a podcast where three, quote unquote, young women Mm -hmm. are like, oh my goodness. Every time we roll this dice, we get one year older and now we're 30 and now we're 40 and now we're 50. Just three old cronies. (laughs) This is slander. Recording a podcast this where they, they sit around a cauldron and just stir it. <laughs> just talk about like... Rah! Yeah, what are the, the three crones in, in Greek mythology who control who wove all of human life? That's what they've become. Yeah. Do you remember this when we were uh, 29? Because now they, we're 400. one eye. <laughs> yeah, they pass their eye around. They're like, look at me piss. They say things like... Okay, we've, seen it's, we've seen it so it's many times. It's going to be huge. <laughs> Jesus. You guys have actually how? solved our problems. Um, this is now what the podcast will be. Kelsey, <laughs> how fucking old are you, honestly? I, I can't I can't reveal that or else I die. Anyway, Unnatural 20s <laughs> the, on all of your podcatchers. 
Great. We also have an email. It's contact at Yearpop Filter. Next week, you guys, we got a big episode. It's going to be the premiere of DMZ on HBO Max. We also got the spring finale of Resident Alien and Caitlin and Cassie reporting live from Caitlin's bachelorette party. What? Is that true? You know. We're going to phone it in. You guys just call us in for the segment. We're going to be mid-bachelorette party. You guys are going to be the can-can from Seattle. Yeah, we're going to be the can-can, the cabaret. having. And you're bringing mics and a whole scarlet and everything? The whole setup. Oh, they, yeah. We already got when it you approved. you bringing mics, I got really excited. I was like, you're bringing Mike? Oh, come on, Mike. <laughs> oh, we would never I bring know. you Mike. I'm so but sorry. But the can-can is great. Your name is the same as microphone. Nobody's ever pointed that out that? before to me. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> well... Big revelations like that will happen next episode. That's it for this one, though. For Mike, I'm Ryan. For Ryan, I'm Mike. For me, I'm Caitlin. And for me, I am me. Bye, everyone. Bye.